0: Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 237. Today I'm doing something that I haven't actually done before on this podcast. I'm lifting the curtain and I'm giving you a behind the scenes look at my or one of my most recent launches. So at the end of last year, I did a launch that most of you wouldn't have heard about. And that's the one that I'm recapping in today's episode. I have since done Another little mini launch, and I'm sure I will do a recap of that one very soon. But for now, I will be sharing the numbers, the lessons, the wins, the failures, all of that from my December mini launch. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and you want more like this, please shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know. If we're not already Instagram pals, you can find me over there at stephtaylor.co. But yeah, your feedback means a lot to me and I want to create the kind of content you guys want to see. So if you like this, you want more like this, I'll do more like this. Okay. So today I'm breaking down the little mini launch that I did back in December for my A to Z podcast launch plan product. Like I said, most of you probably don't even know that I did a launch and that's because I wanted to launch to a cold audience only. That is people who weren't already podcast listeners, weren't on my email list, weren't following me, didn't already know who I am or what I do. And this sounds really weird, right? Why on earth would I want to launch to people who don't know me? But there's a reason for it, right? And that is because the eventual goal with this podcast launch plan is to set it up in an automated funnel so that it keeps bringing in new customers without me having to live launch it all of the time. Because as much as I love doing live launches, I love webinars. It really takes a lot of time and I find that... the I. I After I do a live webinar, I have so much energy, which is very strange because I'm an introvert, so it should be the opposite. But I have so much energy and I'm just so, like, I'm so focused on everything other than working on my business. I can't focus. And that's really not what I need because in the next few months, I'm really need to drill down on building my membership and planning that launch, right? So with this launch in December, I ran a live webinar. I ran Facebook ads for the week before the webinar to get people to sign up. And then after the webinar, they received an email sequence for the next seven days. Now, Let's look at some of the numbers. And I know numbers aren't really a sexy thing to talk about except for when they've got lots of zeros after them and a dollar sign at the front. And, you know, somebody's telling you how they made like seven figures out of their course launch. But anyway, I'm hoping that by sharing the numbers behind this launch, it'll give you an idea of what a good launch and what a not so good launch might look like when we're talking numbers other than just revenue because Yes, you can spend $900,000 and have a million dollar course launch, but is that really a great ROI? Not really. Okay. So I had 248 people register for my webinar, which was pretty good. You know, I spent $1,007 on webinar ads. So, I mean, that's not a huge amount. Again, not a huge amount of people registering. So I knew straight off the bat, it was never going to be a $10,000 launch or anything like that, right? So $1,000 divided by 248 people, roughly $4 per person who registered. This might sound like a lot to pay per person to register for your webinar, but the number on its own actually means nothing out of context. And you'll understand what I mean in a second. So out of those 248 people who registered, 78 of them showed up live, which is around 31%. That's really good. Usually it's about 20 to 25% who show up live. So I'm really happy with that. One thing I hear a lot of you saying is, oh, not many people showed up for my webinar. But then when you look at the numbers, it's like, actually 40% of people showed up, which is really, really, really good. You might just not have had that many people sign up for the webinar in the first place. So for example, if you had 10 people register and four people show up, that's a 40% show up rate, which is good, even though only four people showed up, if that makes sense. So 48 people showed up and six people purchased live on the webinar and another three purchased directly after the webinar. So that gives us a conversion rate of about eleven and a half percent. So 11 and Percent of the people who showed up converted either on the webinar or di- as soon as the webinar finished. It's not amazing, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. That'll like that's totally on par with what I was expecting. So Straight away here, you can see there are a few different things that I could tweak now to increase the number of sales in the future. So, for example, spending more on ads would get more people to register for the webinar, which in turn would have more people showing up for the webinar, and then ideally more people purchasing or another example, I could test different ways of getting more people to show up live or I could tweak my sales pitch at the end of the webinar. See all of these different levers that I can pull that could increase the, um, the increase the number of sales and the amount of conversions on the webinar. Okay. So then by the end of the seven days, so they received the email sequence over the seven days, even those who didn't show up. And by the end of that seven days, 14 people had purchased, which gives an overall conversion rate of 5.65%. And I'm stoked with that. So that's 14 people out of the 248 that registered for the webinar. So not, I'm not looking at my entire email list here. I'm not saying 14 people out of my entire email list because, well, A, I didn't Um, I didn't email my entire list and B, we don't know that everyone on my entire email list is interested in launching a podcast because I talk about launching so many other things that actually a lot of people on my email list aren't interested in launching a podcast and that's totally fine. So here's the thing. If I had launched it to a warm audience, it probably would have converted at a higher rate since they already know me and trust me. But for a cold audience, I'm stoked with 5.65%. Like that is really good. And I will be testing this webinar with an, a warm audience soon. So I'll be coming back to you guys with a breakdown of those launch numbers hopefully in a couple of weeks. Okay, so by the end of the 7 days, overall sales were 2,868 US dollars, which meant for that that for every $1 I spent on Facebook ads, I made $2.85 back. So 285% return on investment. No, it's not a big five or six figure launch. But I know that if I wanted to put $10,000 into ads, I would be pretty confident that I would make roughly around 28500 ish back, you know, or if I wanted to put $100,000 in ads, I'd make 285000 you know, that's, so that's how it works. Now I can feel confident that the funnel will work and I can invest more in ads in it in the future and not lose money on them. Okay. So what worked really well in that launch? Now, one thing that I found worked really well in terms of ads was reusing the exact same webinar ads that I used last time I launched, complete with all of the comments and the likes and all of that that was on there before, because this was really good social proof. And it actually resulted in a much lower cost per webinar registrant than last time. Another thing that worked well was I redirected the webinar page as soon as the webinar ended. So what happened was everyone who was still watching at the end of the Q&A, as soon as I ended the webinar, it sent them to the sales page where they had an extra five minutes to grab the bonus. I added in a new bonus in the last 24 hours of the email sequence. So on day seven or day six, I added in another new bonus and that created even more urgency to buy at the very end. And then the other thing that worked really well was following up afterwards. Now, I have never really done this before. I know it was something I should have been doing, but I've always felt like by the time people get to the end of day seven of my email sequence, they don't want to hear from me anymore. So that's when I've stopped sending emails. But what happened was on day eight this time, I followed up and I sent them an email asking, why didn't you buy? And this gave me such a good insight into why people hadn't purchased. So now in the future, I know what other objections I need to overcome before these people will feel ready to buy. Okay. What didn't work so well? Ah, yes. So the average attendance time for the webinar was 29 minutes, which wasn't fantastic for an hour long webinar. Um, I do enter the sales pitch around, I think the 34 five-ish minute mark. So obviously a lot of people who will have just shown up for the free training and who aren't interested in, in buying my podcast launch plan would have logged off at that point. But still, I believe I can get that average attendance time way up and I'll be looking at some strategies to keep people a bit more engaged and to keep them watching until the very end. Now, the other thing that didn't work as well was fewer people converted live in this webinar than they did in my last webinar. So I'll definitely be tweaking my sales pitch a little bit next time, possibly changing the bonuses around, possibly rewording and maybe making it shorter, maybe playing with it a little bit longer just to see what works in the future so I can really optimize it as much as possible. Now, what else am I going to be testing next time? Now, I'll be making some tweaks to the webinar registration page and I'll be trying to optimize it so that it loads quicker because the thing is, if someone clicks through from a Facebook ad and it takes them, it takes too long for the page to load, they're going to quit. They're going to go back to where they came from. They're not going to sign up. I will also be reaching out to people who attended my previous webinars and I'll be asking them for a testimonial or some feedback or something to share on the registration page and in the pre-webinar emails. So the people who signed up for the webinar know that they're getting into a training that's actually going to deliver some value. It's not one of those ones that's, you know, a waste of time and just pure sales pitch. I will be testing a few other things, but I'm going to keep all of those secret for now. And I will be back shortly in a few weeks, I'm sure, with another breakdown of my next launch and I'll be sharing them with you then. So stay tuned. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. If you're enjoying the show so far, as always, I really, really, really appreciate a quick rating and a review. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.